Is that loud? Oh, these stupid headphones. We have to get a more professional start to the podcast. Broadcasting from Edmonton's majestic used hubcap district. Um, it's a it's a podcast. I just can't pull off a onesie. No, neither can I. Uh, uh, that's not good. Kids today with their inline skates and their long boards that roll over everything. Totally weird and wild. It works, but it's weird. You know what's underrated? Ravioli. Oh, God, that's awful. It smells like smoke coming off someone's ass. My God, do people not know I'm at work? The Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. If you run a restaurant and you don't have nachos on your menu, what are you even doing? My best girl and I are actually on a quest right now to find the finest nachos in the city. It's something we take very seriously and putting a lot of time and effort into. Yeah. And so I have, I would say, an educated understanding of what makes good nachos and what doesn't. And even the best of nachos should not be what, 27 27 bucks. Yeah. So that that was Saturday night. I went to a place. I went to a couple of different places. We started at one place, had a few appetizers. I refused to call them appies and drinks. And then we're like, let's go to another place. So we marched down the street. This is in downtown. And then we saw a brewery and we're like, let's go in there. So we went in there and they have a pretty, the menu is pretty good. There's a lot of stuff on it, but it's like for, wings are $19 everywhere you go now. 19 bucks for like eight wings. Does yeah. that seem reasonable? I was somewhere and they had on their menu a margarita, a single margarita mm-hmm. was 11.50. Yeah. For 1 ounce of alcohol in your margarita. So, yeah, and I was skimming through the menu and I thought, "Oh, maybe I'll get some nachos." And the nachos were like they just the base nachos. This is like they don't have power windows, no sunroof, uh, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Like it's just the base. This here you go, twenty seven bucks for the base model nachos. Oof. But you add some cheese, you or some uh, chicken, some beef if you want to go that route. It jumped right up to way over thirty bucks. It's ridiculous. Yeah, and you add on guacamole, you have to take a mortgage out on your house. And that's why I say if you run a restaurant and you don't have nachos, and I was at one recently, and I'm like, can I just get some nachos? And I'm like, we don't serve nachos. I'm like, what are you doing? <laughs> the markup. You can make a pile of, I likely won't buy them at $30, but other people will pay $30 for your nachos. I have. Yeah. I, I've tried those ones that you went and saw. Were they good? They are good. Yeah. But 27 is excessive. <laughs> Very I was at a place a week ago or so, and their nachos, they came out in like a, a casserole dish, like a clear casserole <laughs> dish. Really? That's what they baked them in. Huh. They were good. I When yeah. I go out now, and it's like I'm, because I'm 150 years old, I have a couple of dollars now, and that's not really, it's not a concern for me like it would have been when I was 20 years old. I don't know how a 20-year-old goes out for $27 nachos and an $11 margarita or whatever you said it was. How do they do that? I think they just don't know any different. So they're just like, yeah, and they just throw it, knowing (laughs) that they're being scammed like crazy. Uh, So anyway, if you're listening right now and you run a restaurant without nachos, you just lost your business license. And you don't need to have a lot of fancy stuff on there. Some places try to be too fancy about it. Yeah. The ones I had in the casserole dish, they just had cheese tomato, onion, and really that was about it. That's sometimes that's all you need. Yeah. But the key to the nachos, though, again, 
layering the cheese. Don't just put it all on top because once you get through that top, especially when you are sharing nachos with that person who doesn't understand sort of the law of the nacho where you don't take the nucleus nacho. Like there's that one person who goes right into the center all the time and they only pick from the center. You start on the outer rim and you work your way in and everybody arrives at the middle at the same time. So you all get an equal share of the cheesy goodness. Don't be the person who steals all the cheese. And this is how I know I'm not the man I used to be. Is My nachos used to be my go-to destination after picking up the nacho would be the salsa. Mm Mm-hmm. Now it's the sour cream. How dare you? It's the sour cream and or the guacamole if I add guac, which yeah. I almost always do. Yeah, but who has $8 for guacamole? I know it's getting ridiculous. I know it's nuts. The nacho game's out of control, man. You spend all that money on nachos and guacamole and $19 wings and $11 margaritas. How are you supposed to afford to get the oil changed in your car? You need to find speedy service. On a budget. That's what you need. With a lot of locations, too. I don't want to be driving all over looking for a location. How about Lube City? You know how many locations they have, Bryce? If you say more than 20, I'll lose my mind. Well, start losing your mind because they have 27 in Alberta. Yes, it's nuts. That's that's a crazy number of locations. Lube City. LubeCity.ca is where you go. Find them online. Find a location near you. Garner Andrews and Bryce Kelly. Solving the world's problems one podcast at a time. So you're just wandering around in a park? Here's the summary of what happened to me yesterday. The long story, the Coles notes, the Cliff's notes. Um, if you're in dire need of using a stranger's phone, don't ask me. Garner Andrews and Bryce Kelly. Just two guys watching the world go by. Nothing like Easter Monday, am I right? Yeah. <laughs> uh. <sighs> Did you eat a lot of Cadbury mini eggs? Did you get any of those over the weekend? No, I didn't celebrate Easter in any way, shape, or form. Really? All weekend long, I'm oh. proud to. <laughs> Not even one little bit? No. Didn't have one of those Cadbury no. cream egg things? Is Not that a- still a thing? Oh, yeah, they're a thing. Not a big cream egg guy, though. I'm a mini egg man, but no, I uh, no, I, I pretty much forgot it was Easter. Wow. How dare you, Bryce? How yeah. dare you? <laughs> uh, you did go for a walk with your best girl, though. You told me that story this morning, and I don't know how I would react. I would just feel like somebody was trying to steal my phone. Well, That was the vibe I got. But yeah, we were walking uh, the dog yesterday and some woman came up to my best girl and was just like, pardon me, I left my phone in the car. Can I borrow your phone? I need to call my husband to tell him to turn the potatoes down. (laughs) I love that. And so (sighs) my girlfriend, she gave over her phone and Mm -hmm. this woman made her phone call, told her husband to turn down the stove or the oven or whatever and... Then hung up and gave the phone back. God, you know what would be funny now is if we called your best girl, got the phone number, and we called the guy because the phone number would still be in her phone to find out how the potatoes turned out. I hope he turned them down. Well, I hope he did too. I mean, I think this woman had pretty specific instructions, so it'd be hard for him to mess it up. It's very small town. I like that. (laughs) It is. And she said that right up front too. That's that's the reason for the phone call. They need to turn the potatoes down. (laughs) Okay. Well, if you're out there, potato lady, potato man, I would love to know how the potatoes turned out. Would you lend your phone to a stranger like that? No. I walked away immediately. Oh, really? You left her with the stranger? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I left her. I, I ran into the distance. Yeah. It's like, you're on your own. <laughs> it's been nice to know you. I'll leave your things on the curb. No, I find it very weird. This yeah. woman walked up with a bold confidence I wish I had. 
I don't know if I would be able to ask somebody to borrow their phone. No. It's weird. This is the Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. Uh, somebody somebody texted and said, Bryce's phone story reminded me... Of, well, Bryce was out for a walk with his best girl. You were at a dog park. Where were you? We were walking in a ravine. I can't remember which one. Is it the one behind my house? What were you doing by my house? Uh, not the one by your house. Okay. It was on the West End somewhere. Okay. Uh, and yeah, we're just walking and a woman comes up to my best girl and says, excuse me, I left my phone in my car. Can I borrow yours? I need to phone my husband to tell him to turn the potatoes down. I just love that. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, I assumed the worst and that she was either a murderer or out to steal phones. So I sprinted into the horizon, leaving my girlfriend in the dust. Yeah. As you would. And it turns out the woman really just needed to make that one simple phone call. I hope the potatoes turned out okay. Me too. I hope they were fine. Like, if you're listening right now and you're like, oh my God, that was me, or I'm the guy that got the call about the potatoes, by all means, can you give us a call and let me know how they turned out? 780-423-1029. This person says, Bryce's phone story reminded me of the time a girl... 13 or 14 came up to me in downtown Calgary. She seemed distraught and asked if she could use my phone to call her mom to come get her. I handed my phone over. She sprinted away like only a 13 or 14 year old can. I reported it to the police and they were like, yeah, that happens. Bryce is lucky he still has a phone is what I'm saying. Kendall. Uh, My best girl is lucky she still has a phone. I would not surrender my phone to help this woman's potatoes. Uh, Everybody has a passcode on their phone though, right? You should. What good is a phone if you steal it and it has a passcode on it? Like, you can't get around that, can you? Or am I... Oh, my God. There's probably some nerd way to do it. Am I naive? Or to reboot a phone? There must be a way. Anyway. You chase a 13-year-old in that scenario? That's not a good look. Oh, no, that's a terrible look. That's a bad look. That's how you end up on a list down at the police station. That's how you're chasing 13-year-olds through the streets. That's how you have to uh, get on a list to start introducing yourself to your neighbors when you move into a new place. Uh Uh-huh. You're listening to The Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. Would you let a total random stranger use your phone? Like if they came up... This story stems from Bryce and his best girl were walking their dog yesterday and a woman came up and she's like, ah, I locked my or I left my phone in the car and I need to call my husband to tell him to turn down the potatoes, which I think is pretty funny. Uh, Bryce, of course, just ran off. His best girl, though, did lend her phone to the woman with the potato situation and everything worked out just fine. But would you do that or would you just assume you're about to get your phone jacked? Amanda wrote in and said, a few years ago, a guy asked to use my phone at a bar. He said it was an emergency. I handed it to him reluctantly. He punched in his name and phone number, called his phone and said, now I'm in your phone. Call me sometime. And then uh, three puke face emojis. (laughs) That is the difference right there between confidence and cockiness. Confidence would, would be him saying, I was wondering... If I could call you sometime. Cockiness is him assuming that you'd be interested or impressed with his forwardness. And you didn't call him, did you, Amanda? I guess, you know, guessing by the three puke face emojis in your text messages, I'm going to assume no. This is the Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. Let me grab this one. Hi. So I thought I would call in because your story reminded me of a story of my own with carpet in the kitchen. (laughs) 
Yeah, well, it was my grandparents. They built a fancy house back in the 70s, and they carpeted the kitchen. Yeah, I think it might have been a thing, because uh, when my grandpa built his new place next door to their home, uh, he rented it out, and I lived there with my cousin for a little while. And what did they have in the kitchen of that place? Carpet. However, this carpet was like miracle carpet. It was the smallest pile you could ever imagine. And I was concerned about it. I didn't want to drop food on it. But my son was young at the time, and we were teaching him how to cook, how to bake, and he had dropped an egg. And of all the things that you can drop, Garner, come on, give me like top two. What what are you not going to drop on the floor? Oh, you know what I wouldn't want to drop on my carpeted kitchen floor? A can of tuna that I had just opened and I hadn't drained the tuna water yet. Oh, gross. Okay, yeah, that's that's way up there. Yeah. Anyway, great conversation. Uh, All of this stems from uh, Brian Baumler on Sonic's Mystery Word last week. He was talking about the grossest part or the worst part of renovating a bathroom is removing the carpet. That was the answer. And there are people, people were texting in this morning. It's like, oh my God, my first apartment had carpet in the bathroom and the kitchen. And then somebody said their friend carpet in the kitchen, the bathroom, and some of the walls were carpeted. That's too much carpet. It's the Garner Andrews Show Express Kelly Podcast. A quick little shout out here to everyone who tried to help me solve my windshield wiper problem on, is that Thursday morning? Oh yeah, right. Yeah. So the windshield wipers will not turn off in my vehicle. Like they just, I turn the little dial thing all the way back and they still do the intermittent wipe like every 20 seconds or so. Yeah, everyone was saying to take the fuse out or something. So guess what I did yesterday, Bryce? Pop that fuse. Pop the hood open, got the manual out, found, uh, it was fuse number 22. So I popped that baby out and uh, dropped it into the engine. (laughs) Oh, no. So now I can't find the fuse. So then I went to, um, I started by going to Princess Auto, and they were closed for Easter Sunday, which makes sense. Then I went to Canadian Tire, and I bought what I thought was the right fuse. It was the wrong fuse. So I went back inside to return it, and there was 80 people in the return line. So I just do that move where you tried to fix it in the Canadian Tire parking lot. That's exactly where I did it. Why does everyone do that? Like I do that too when you buy new wipers. You could easily do it when you get home, but no, you got to do it in that Canadian Tire parking lot. Well, I had a hunch that I'd bought the wrong one. I just said thirty amp fuse, so I grabbed, but it was like twice the size of the one that was in there. So anyway, now I have to try and uh, it's a whole thing. But my the good news is my wipers aren't working. Like they're not doing that thing anymore. But if it did start raining, I would be screwed. But thank you again to everybody who said, pull the fuse. Basically, you're a mechanic now. Oh, practically. Yeah. You're listening to the Garden Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. Oh, hang on just a second here. Hi. Hello, Sonic. So on my way to church yesterday, I ran over the Easter Bunny. Oh, boy. And I was really freaking out. And this lady saw what had happened and uh, pulled over. And she said, no problem. I can help you out. And I said, okay, well, what are you going to do? And she reached into her bag and she grabbed this can uh, and she sprayed it all over the Easter Bunny. And the Easter Bunny jumps up, runs down the road and falls over. Jumps up, runs down the road and falls over. And, and, I, and I, I look at the can and on the label it says, that's life to limp hair. 
<laughs> Again, with your own sound effects. Later, Garnet. Uh, John, everybody. John, everybody. Thanks for listening to the Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. Theme music by Garner Andrews. Guests of the podcast enjoy old candy in a jar that's unlabeled. Mmm, mystery candy. <laughs>